y'all doing? How we feeling? How we looking? How we doing? Ooh, Tim, maybe I need to make a song off of this here, Next God Beat. Shout out to Next God, who always laces us with dope beats. I sound like a 40-year-old. Laces up with dope beats. Hot fire tracks. Do y'all remember uh do y'all remember the early VJs video uh video disc jockeys of BET like Donnie Simpson and like Sherry whatever? Um there they was it was always very like prim and proper. Next up we have a group talking about the crack epidemic in Harlem. Give it up, give it up for Molly Marl and the funky five teen. You be like, I want to see this video anyway. Uh that's not that I'm not a VJ. I used to want to be a VJ though. Actually, my my secret and my most embarrassing thing that I wanted to do when I was younger was um, sing back up vocals for like rap songs. So, you know, like LL Cool J, like doing it and doing it. That was me. I was like, I want to be that girl. I want to do that. I can, I can do that. Lo and behold, I'm on a microphone, but I'm not singing. So. Take me by the hand, lie to me. I can't stand you, Tim. I can't stand you. Ain't gonna never let me love that down. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, folks from coast to coast, welcome to another episode of Chloe Across America. Shout out to all the wonderful Chloe Americans who are in the audience this evening. Um, shout out to Renina. I just saw Renina said that she is going to be hanging out with us, but falling asleep because she starts a new job tomorrow. Yay, Renina. What's up? Congratulations, boo. Getting that nice job money. Yes, Renina, holding us down since day one. Congratulations, boo, on your new job. And follow Renina on Instagram because she be posting her food. And, you know, I'm out here trying to be healthy in Los Angeles, but, you know, her food be looking good. So follow Renina. She be getting her healthy meals on, too. So what's up, Renina? What's up, Gabe? How are you doing? Thank you for being here, Gabe. Uh, Shade Master uh, 3000 is what I call Gabe because he loves me, but he also shades the fuck out of me and Tim every chance he gets. So shout out to Gabe. Um, and shout out to all the regulars. What's up, Loretta? What's going on, Natasha? Hey, Rices. Hey, Brooke. Natasha. Donna, how are you? Hey, feeling good, feeling great. Dendrick, welcome. Um, Shrimp Boil. You're making a shrimp boil? All right, Dendrick. All right, fine. Getting in where you fitting in. Jamie, what's up? I see some new names. Hey, your mama. How you doing, girl? Allison. What's up, Nadia? Damara. 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 We, we went through this already. Damara. Uh, Damara. I want you to hit, send me, send me a voice note on Instagram telling me how to pronounce your name because I know I'm probably going back and forth with saying it right or wrong. Hey, Mikey, what's everybody up? What's going on, Ramon? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Thanks for tuning in. Okay. So we have a jam-packed show. Um, I have two guests who have never been on the show before. Um, and I forgot to mention this last week, but last week's episode was our 60th episode. We have 60 episodes in the can. All right. And I know that tomorrow in New York City, that all the comedy clubs are opening back up and comedy clubs are opening up all over the place. And so that means we probably will have some changes to the show in the upcoming weeks because for the past six months, I've been just booking the show. Very last minute because I know all of my comedian friends ain't doing a goddamn thing. But now that the clubs are open up, that means I actually have to like 
produce the show with 24 hours before 24 hours notice. So we're going to be bringing back topics and non-comedy guests so we can have good conversations. And then when comedians are available, I will have comedians as well. But I'm just letting you know um, that we're still going to be doing the show, but we're going to be bringing back like how we used to bring, you know, we was doing some heavy, heavy topics when we first started the show. I was flexing my journalism muscle. Um, And then we reduced the show to only Thursdays. And then it was Thursdays was the comedy panel. And so that's been the show that has been, but we're going to be flexible. Um, Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. I'm trying to remember all of this stuff. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. Chloe Across America is funded by you, the people. We are a donation-based show. We don't make any money. And we really would like to make the show grow. But you know how you can help to make, make the show grow? Even if you don't give money, that's not a big deal. You can actually subscribe to the new YouTube channel. Gabe has already shaded the fuck of the, out of the URL in the comments. But if you go to youtube.com backslash hey Chloe, it's very simple. Hey Chloe, um, you can put the accent if you want or not. YouTube.com backslash Hey Chloe is a new channel that will help us monetize the channel because my old channel, which has the most followers on it, has been shadow banned for 10 years and I have not been able to get the boot off my back. And YouTube is like, you just got to start a new channel. So that's the story. If you want to be able to uh, do the super likes and all that other stuff, please tell your friends to go and subscribe to the new channel. Uh, Tim and I just discussed this earlier. He and I are going to be doing some ASMR videos together on the new YouTube channel. Um, He's going to show you how he stroke his beard at night. Um, I may be doing some hair tutorials. Shout out to Miles Jeffries on the hair. Uh, all of that good stuff. All right. So we're going to be getting our good YouTube life coming to you. Maybe I'll do some cooking videos. I don't really cook that much, but if y'all want to see me make a smoothie, <laughs> go to youtube.com backslash Chloe Hilliard. All right. Without further ado, I would like to introduce our guests for the evening. First up, this funny woman um, has not one, but two comedy albums. Please welcome to the show, Miss Shalewa Sharp. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Wow, this is, I wasn't expecting it to be so nice. And <laughs> it was so, oh my God, I'm glad I showered first. I appreciate that. Yes, yeah. I like professional. I like to, you know, make things nice. Um, so please tell everybody about your not one, but two comedy albums and where they can purchase them as well. Okay, first off, I had the nerve to make two comedy albums. Why would I? Who's that's hubris. Anywho, um, so my first album is called Stay Eating Cookies. The second album is called So You Just Out Here. And uh, they are both available at all the places where you listen to uh, comedy, your Spotify. Uh, I think I'm even on Tidal. Um, and, uh, you know, Apple, Google Music, all of those kinds of things. Um, I also have a, a podcast that I do with uh, another comedian named Gastor Almonte, who's fantastic. And we have a weekly podcast called The War Report, um, where we just, uh, you know, talk about our feeling. No, we talk about the news and we basically curse everyone out in the news. So um, that's, uh, that's basically what I do. 
Well, there you go. Shalewa Sharp, thank you for being here. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about uh, all of these news stories that we're covering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and last but not least is one of my oldest friends in stand-up comedy. We used to be grinding it out, running across town, signing each other's names on a list for open mics. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Lawrence Deloach. Hey, what's going on, Chloe? Thank you so much for having me. Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, Chloe, you're so right. Listen, I mean, it's it's wonderful, like, honestly, just to see the growth and, like, between both of us and just to watch, like, like where it started and to see where we're at. And, yeah, I'm, this was, I'm thankful. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, we're going to have a great time. Thank you. I'm glad you guys were available. I was so worried because, like I said, I always kind of booked the show last minute. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, it's April Fool's Day. And, like, <laughs> a, a comedian's going to be, you know, because April Fool's Day is, like, a big night for comedy when the world was open. But <laughs> not anymore. Uh, which brings us to our first story. Um, it is April Fool's Day. But um, we should no longer celebrate April Fool's Day. We have been traumatized for the past four years under the past presidential administration. Everything is going to shit. Uh, governments are being toppled by the military. People are losing their damn mind. And y'all want to say April Fool's? This is one April Fool's joke that did not go well. DJ Quick, if you don't remember who he is, this is a man who's been wearing a perm since 1982. He put this on his Instagram story. I'm on my way to the hospital. Someone just shot into my car on the 710. Oh, shot into my car seven to 10 times on the freeway. I got hit twice. Pray for me. Next slide. Oh, yeah. April Fool. Can, can... Also, four hours between those two slides. <laughs> four hours. DJ Quick had us remember, which is enough time to Google and go, what's his song again? And then go, oh, shit. Someone shot him. I think he, I bet people were like, damn. I can't name, <laughs> yeah. I can't name a DJ. The Loach, can you name a DJ quick? I, I can't name a DJ quick song, but I, I will say this. That is the type of like tweet, you know, Instagram story that you put out there. And then three months later, you really get shot like three, four times. Like that is the, it's, it's disgusting. Don't do that. Like, don't, don't scare us. We've had too many people lose their lives, too many rappers, too many artists, too many entertainers. Don't do not do that, bro. It's but it is, it's good for his SEO. We are now discussing DJ Quick, which is something I thought I'd never do into the internet. <laughs> I never not thought a, I would plug in a camera and a mic to discuss <laughs> DJ Quick, you know? Damara said her cousin pretended she had, a she had a baby on Facebook. That's where you pretend you have babies, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. That old chestnut. Everyone pretending you know, to be pregnant. You know who else did an April Fool's joke? I didn't put it on. I don't have a graphic for it. But Michael Strahan, apparently, when he posted a video like two days ago that he closed his gap, he actually was an April Fool's joke. So that was, oh. that was a prolonged April Fool's joke because I saw that like March 30th or 31st. So it's like, yeah. come on, man. It's got to be the day of. Don't don't. Do a April a March 30th, man. Don't don't prank us like that, bro. You know what? I think I think what happened with Michael Strahan, I think that enough people was like, we like the gap that he was like, oh shit, maybe I should have kept. Because I think he just he just put like a he put like a denture. Yeah, on. it was just like I was like, are they just filling that in with like <laughs> you know, parrot plasma? Like, what are you using? I know I, I was like, I feel like it takes much longer than like there should have been a change of clothes. Yes, 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 he did. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes together now. Yeah. I think 
testing it. You know how you test something and then you see if people react to it, like then it's like, and then when they say I don't like it, you go, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna do that. I was playing around. Yeah. Either that or he did get it done and then he bit into something this morning and the whole contraption came out <laughs> and he was like, April Fools, trying to get his money back. Perhaps. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like Strahan with the gap. I mean, come on, man. Don't don't ruin a good thing, man. That's your moneymaker right there. And exactly. don't like, you know, I see so many people mess with their teeth. If you got the gap, if you got a big field goal size gap in your mouth, bro, and you making millions of dollars basically off your smile, don't ruin it, man. Don't. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. I had, I had a I had a very small gap when I was a child, and then I got braces and then and then it closed my gap. But I don't think that we really uh, appreciate a gapped smile as much as we used to. Because, yeah, I the only thing that I remember that I retained from learning the Canterbury Tales in high school was that uh, if you have a gap tooth, it means you're lusty. Lusty, like lusty, like, like hot in the pants. Yeah, you know, lust. <laughs> you know that you're kind of a not like in a I don't know, but yeah, lusty that you uh, enjoy uh, sensual things. Ah, only okay. thing I remember. Well, mm, okay. I yeah, will say I don't this. know if it's true. <laughs> I will say this: when I was younger, I did have I had a gap too, and then I chipped the tooth playing uh, sports, playing football. And when I got the dentist as an adult to fix my teeth, he was like, do you want to keep your natural gap? And I was like, nah, son, close that up, man. I need, <laughs> yeah, I close my mouth up, B. I need, I need my, I don't want that gap anymore. So I get straight in. <laughs> right. I can get this, I can get the straight hand. I faked close my teeth as a, as a. Uh, April Fool's joke, but mm -hmm. pretending that you got shot on the freeway. First of all, go yeah. back to that slide, Tim, because I just want to point out. Go back one. I just want to point out that um, first of all, if he was really shot, he spelled every word correctly and spelled it all the way out. How you get shot seven to ten times and, and you adding periods and spelling every capital letters? You know what I mean? It wasn't a run-on sentence. Yeah. yeah. There no. and also no. I feel like he also. For it to seem more real, he should have added some sort of emoji. I feel oh, like at, at that point, you know, if yeah. you're really trying to connect with the kids, you know, it would have been, you know, sad face emoji, devil emoji, water gun emoji, something like that. <laughs> something, something. Yeah, I don't know. He messed up. He messed up. Okay. Speaking of someone who has won the internet for every day, I, for the past damn near week, I don't know when his music video came out, Little Nas X has been giving people heart attacks he has upset the christian church they are doing um holy ghost revivals praying for his soul if you don't know what we're talking about he released a video for his song entitled call me by my name um montero um and this is just a still because everybody's been talking about the video this is him licking satan's ear also in the video, he gives him a lap dance and puts his junk in his face. And people are like, he's dancing on the devil. And it's just like, wouldn't you want somebody to embarrass the devil? Ain't that the point to like make the devil? If somebody make the devil look bad, I feel like that should be applauded. Right. Also, he kills the devil at the end. You mm -hmm. know, he basically seduces him. Although the devil honestly didn't seem to be very impressed. He's just like, what is this kid doing wiggling in my lap? But then... Uh, you know, he snaps his neck and then puts the horns on himself. So really, I feel like he was doing us a favor. I think he was I, doing us a favor too. Yeah, yeah. I like this. I mean, Lil Nas X over Old Town Road Nas, Nas X. So I'll take it. Like you can right. dance. Oh, 
you like this, you like him dancing on Satan more than you liked him being a cowboy? I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to spice it up, bro. You got to sell those records, you know? And Chloe, you know, you've been in the, the music industry. You know what artists got to do to sell those units. So, I mean, if he's dancing with the devil to to the to get his units to stay relevant, I mean, God bless him. I, it wouldn't be me, but, you know. <laughs> he, he's taking it to a whole nother level because he's been tweeting nonstop. Whenever people tweet him negative stuff, he turns it. He's a troll. He knows how to be a troll. He's a child of the internet generation. Um, and so he says this, I will be selling Call Me By Your Name dildo bundles to help promote the song this weekend, as if the song needs any more promotion. Um, in addition to him allegedly selling dildo uh, bundles, which we don't know it's true or not because that's how much of a troll he is, he also announced when the song dropped that he was doing a special collaboration with a designer for a limited edition Nike uh, Call Me By My Name shoe. So this is the shoe. Go to the next picture, Tim. Wait, go to the next one. No, you're going backwards. Go forward again. There you go. Uh, this is the sneaker. Um, and the sneaker sold a couple pairs, but then it got shut down by Nike, who said that this is copyright infringement because it wasn't an official collaboration with Nike. The thing about Little Nas X sneaker was that there was drops of human blood in the soul, like in the liquid soul. And Christians were like, absolutely not. Now, would y'all buy this sneaker? Well, I wouldn't because I don't like that style of sneaker anyway, no matter who makes it. Um, <laughs> I'm not a Nike person. But um, I thought of it as more of like an art, a piece of art, because mm -hmm. it was a limited, it was limited to 666 uh, pairs. <laughs> Very funny. And um, and it was like a, a, over $1,000. And uh, Nike made sure everyone knew they had nothing to do with it, um, which is wild that nike suddenly cares how their shoes are made but um and and i was just like oh so this is like art this is like like andy warhol style like we're just gonna make fun we're gonna poke at everybody we're gonna make fun of people who think the devil is real we're gonna make fun of of sneaker drops we're gonna make fun of everything we're like just brat just shooting at everybody i i truly he is a child of the internet he truly doesn't care i think he started out as like a Nicki minaj like fan super fan man. yeah so was. i'm not messing with him but <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's real hardcore listen i'll say this i would never i would never wear him but as someone who is and, and chloe you know this i've been in the sneaker world since i've been a kid uh, I've resold plenty of sneakers to, you know, some days just to get me by. I would pay the thousand dollars just to purchase them if I know I can resell them for four or five times because, you know, in, in a situation like this, I don't think people are actually trying to wear the devil shoes, but they know that these devil uh, trophies are going to um, be worth a lot of money in the future. But Nike clipped it. They stopped it. They said no because they were getting too much negative publicity. They were like, this ain't even us. You know, but no. How much do you think those sneakers are going to resell? Honestly, if, honestly they're, oh. if they're looked at like art, uh, tens of thousands, maybe even what? hundreds of thousands with the limited run. Whose blood, though, is what I want to know. <laughs> Whose blood is it? The people who worked at the company who made the shoe, their workers. They said each, yeah. it's one drop and it's from the people who worked it. I forget what they're called. Mischief or something is the name of the company. Yeah, I don't know if I want that job. Like, that's a tough conversation to have. 
But I mean, first of all, if you you can't tell somebody during a pandemic who is fortunate enough to have a job that they have to give their own blood to the like if someone says no, then what they lose their job. Maybe I would hope. Oh well, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know if I want them to lose their job or this. I'd want them to just stay employed and just be like, you know what? Not for me. And they're like, all right, that's fair. We'll go ask Sam or something. Um, Tim says one drop mixed with red ink. Um, all of the talk about this video and homophobia and going to hell. Uh, this tweet really resonated with me. Jeff Kazanov says, "Love seeing Christians be like, I can't believe LGBTQ teens are worshiping Satan instead of our nice God." who hates them <laughs> that's beautiful and that's the whole point the whole point is about the hypocrisy right mm -hmm. and the reason why i don't understand why people are getting mad about i mean i understand why because it's just visual and you know people don't have an artistic lens and all of that stuff they don't dig deep but the thing that little Nas X is saying is that I was told my whole life that God hated me because I was gay and I couldn't be who I wanted to be until my sister kicked me out. And I, you know, I made all this money. Now I can come out and say who I am because I have the fame and the wealth to back it up and support me. And so if you're telling me I'm going to hell, motherfucker, I'm going to hell. I'm oh. sliding down that pole. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good way to get there. I mean, I can't, you know, yeah, he's just not trying to sneak his way in. He going through the front door, the back door, the side, it's whatever. I'm getting in there first class ticket, yo. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he got it. He had a goal. He 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 had a goal. He wanted to get people. You got to have people talk about the song. What I the thing that really struck me the most about the song is that uh, his name is Montero, and I'm like, why go by Little Nas X when you already had a stage name? Like your real name is a very good stage name, Montero. Come on. I was hoping that he would change his name because Little Nas X, um, it does have a good ring, but it does remind me, you know, if you're of an older generation, it reminds you of Nas. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, are you still in Nas's name? But I think once Old Town Road went like platinum or diamond or whatever, it was like, I can't really change the name. Now the name is stuck. Now, uh, someone who does need to change their name is uh, Mulatto, the rapper named Mulatto. She should absolutely change her name as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. Was there talk of that? I, I thought there was talk of that, that she, that maybe she would just go by Lotto or something. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, I guess that's effective, but. Maybe. I mean, but you know, what's so sad. The fact that she didn't understand the racial history of the term Mulatto. Like, I mean, like, did you just not go to school any February at all? Like, well, you know what? It's almost, a, it's, Mulatto is, is not talked about enough. It's almost like a deep cut. Do you know? I almost feel like kids now, when they come across it, because it's not discussed as much as it should be, that they're just like, oh, Mulatto like mix. That's funny. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. There's more to it than that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I guess it, it is catchy. I mean, that's what you hate about the word is that it is catchy. Yeah, but I feel like if someone was like, the term mulatto comes from being raped by a white man. Yes, mm -hmm. sure. Like, mm, yeah, I think I'll have. Like, maybe you don't have to tell them all of that, but it's just like, that was the, the description for people, enslaved people who were raped and came out lighter. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a, <laughs> no one wants to have that conversation. She just wants to rap about being at the club. That's Why you, what do you? They ain't doing research on their names. They just yeah. trying to they just trying to make a quick million dollars. You know what I'm saying? They not like, oh, this is, you know, back in the days. Like they like, nah, in these days, in these times, I'm broke. 
But see, that's how I know. That's how I know when it comes to the mulatto. That's why I know she's she wasn't raised as black as she she appears to be because there's mm-hmm. no way you grew up in a black family and they were calling you mulatto as a mm-hmm. term of endearment. No, they were probably still just calling you colored. I mean, my grandmother still <laughs> used colored. Color or light bright. They, they call you light bright. You know, light bright. Yeah, you know, red bone, something like that. But ain't nobody. I ain't never walked around no family reunion. They was like, "Hey, cousin mulatto over there, bring me a hot dog." Never. Yeah, yeah. What about yellow? Are we still using yellow? Yellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hot. Yeah. Are we? Is it still a high yellow? I don't know. Is this a discussion I can have in public? My- <laughs> You know, you know, I was thinking about that the other day uh, about like how Spanish people um, call people like Flacco, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, they, they, like the name is like what you look like. And, and you just was called that, you know, mm-hmm. like because I don't know Spanish and I grew up around a, a big Spanish population. Like, I did not know that those names were just adjectives. I thought those were like names. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Next story. Uh, you two are currently in New York City, which just got some really big news this week. New York City has announced that not New York City, New York State has announced that recreational cannabis is now legal. The whole city is turning green like the Empire State Building, like this picture. Look, uh, New York City is about to be up in smoke. You can now smoke in public. Um, you cannot smoke in parks because you can't smoke in parks, but you can smoke on the sidewalk. You can smoke in like green mediums. You can just puff, puff, pass all you want. I know one thing. This is bad timing. I'm going to tell you why. People have been in the house for a year. Now you tell them that when they come out the house, they can smoke weed. Do you know how many people are going to be smoking on the train, in the parks, in mad places? You know how many fights are going to break out? You know how many people are going to be smoking and puffing, smoking like a pregnant woman's face being like, oops, I didn't see you coming. Like people are ready to go out and lose their minds. Mm-hmm. Look at Deloge. Look, look. Yeah, you both, you, I, I'm do you, laughing. Do you, all, do you all partake in cannabis? Occasionally. Nah, I, I never touch the stuff. I hate it. <laughs> I hate the smell of it. This is... um. Like, I, I guess I'm happy for my friends who who need to do this. Um, but I am like, oh, I'm in for a world of hurt because I hate the smell of it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. So it's everywhere legally. Awesome. <laughs> this was all I had. <laughs> you know, I, I partake, but I know that it really can like make you smell bad. Like it really mm-hmm. it, it sits in your clothes and your hair and everything, you know. Yeah. I think the fact that they're, like you said, weed is just going to be so, you know, out in the open and it's getting warmer in New York City. And when when it gets warmer, gun violence goes up. So it's kind of like it's just going to be a bad mix of like vaccinated people, weed smokers, gun play in New York City. It's like I I should just stay indoors in summer because I feel like it's going to be bad. It's going to be wild. Wait, I thought and again, I don't. I, I, I don't care for the stuff. I don't touch it. I thought it would chill people out. So will that slow up the gun violence a little? It's- no, because now people are going to get shot over bad weed deals. If I can sell you weed on the street and I smell your shit and it smells like trash or Reggie, then I'm like, y'all be running my money back. And then it's a fight. You already- weren't people already fighting over that like now? No, but like it'll be it's going to be like the wild, wild west. Oh. Let, me, let me break it down. You should lay with right. Okay. Say. Say you say I got beef with you, right? And you got sure. beef with me or whatever. And uh-huh. you're in the park with your friends and you guys are just getting high. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get high today because I wanna have my functionality. 
Now you impair. I'm just shooting at you. You can't run as fast as you normally could. So it's like I got the drop on you. I listen to a lot of rap music. This is how I know like what the drop means. But what I'm trying to tell you is it's going to fuck up a lot of people's lives this summer. I'm just oh. telling you, stay indoors, y'all. Get I high mean, inside. Yeah, so wait. So is the reason you needed your mind to be clear so that you could uh, shoot me like like, <laughs> like I mean, I'm just shot. I'm just telling you. How is it going to go down with these people out here? It's not. Listen, okay. if you a Brooklyn summer is a dangerous summer and add weed into the mix, legalized weed and guns that you already know how this city is going. Telling you it's going to be crazy out here. Letting it, you know. I agree. I think it is going to be a little bit crazy. Not to mention most of the weed in New York City is trash anyway. So you're going to mm. have a weird ass high. You're going to be hot. <laughs> the city is humid. You mm. know how thick that air is going to be with people smoking weed? Now let me tell you something. I'm glad that it is legalized. I do think that a part of the legalization is that they're going to have um, equality for um, for minority groups who so that they can have um, licenses to also open up shops. So all of that is an 18, 18 month rollout. But number one was making it legal in the state recreational use so there's not gonna be any dispensaries popping up already but a lot of people who was already doing illegal underground stuff can now you know go public and advertise your stuff so there's gonna be a lot of that stuff going on but i go public yeah. oh great i just now pictured a whole bunch of flyers on like telephone poles just like yes. okay great yeah. wonderful do you know you know when you walk around New York City when you walk around the village there's always those people with like that uh refurbished ice cream truck and they sound like weak lollipops like yeah was, <laughs> I mean first of all there was never any weed in any of those things yeah like, I didn't think so I was like that seems questionable but now it might be actually some weed or they'll lie and say there it is and then you know they don't have to hide it no more I, I'm with you on that Chloe I think you know obviously it's such a, a big business where I did I was re I was watching stories where there were uh, black uh, business weed business guys who were saying like, yo, these big businesses are trying to freeze us out. And mm -hmm. we, you know, because that is going to be a thing now because it's like, oh, you know, now we, the government and everyone's like, we can make money off of this. And it's like, but there still needs to be some type of regulation. I feel like because. Absolutely. And the reason yeah. why let's not, let's not get it twisted. The reason why cannabis has been legalized after countless years of nonprofit and political organizers and activists going up to uh, Capitol Hall in New York State and begging for this is because of Andrew Cuomo, Governor Andrew Cuomo. Oh, yeah. Uh, who is only doing this because he is under the gauntlet. He has been accused of sexual assault and harassment. Uh, and also, this story just came out this week. According to the New York Times, he received a $4 million book deal while he was in office during the pandemic. And of course, a part of that deal ignored the fact that his own policy during this time led to the deaths of many senior citizens in nursing homes as a result of the pandemic shutdown. So he had his aides helping write this book. They were doing all the meetings for him to write this book. He didn't even really write the book, but he got $4 million damn dollars. And he was trashing New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, saying that he's a scumbag and he needed to get his shit together. Meanwhile, he over here letting people die and having inmates make hand sanitizer when, for no fucking money. Yeah, I felt very odd when I went to get my vaccinations uh, because the hand sanitizer they had was the prison-made sanitizer. And I was just like, I have some in my bag. Like, I don't want to... Mm -hmm. That feels weird that he even had that going. Um, when the news came out about the marijuana thing, I was like, man, I wonder what else Cuomo has done. And that's why, like, he's about to decriminalize sex work. <laughs> he's, he's in so deep. Um, 
the idea of writing a book that's like, well, I did it. Meanwhile, I'm having to buy better masks. I was just like, how is this? The numbers are going up. How are you writing a book like All Done by Andrew Cuomo? That made no sense to me. <laughs> his in his press conferences, did you watch any of the press conferences? Like when we was in the thick of it in New York City, like around like May, June, July, when he was holding his polo shirt press conferences, beating his chest. Yes, I did. Like, this guy's a leader. Everybody in New York was like, Y'all don't listen to us. We keep telling you these motherfuckers yeah. is trash. Yeah, I watched the one with uh Chris Rock and um, uh, who else? Rosie Perez. They made I appearances that. I remember that because one. I remember her saying uh, to her her people that this uh, COVID was the real deal, Holyfield. And I went, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's take it to your feet. That's absolutely right. Now I'm listening. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm with you, uh, Shalewa. I think like like you said, every new accusation, like Cuomo just, you know, gets everything. He just makes another exemption on something. And, you know, and, and but it is crazy how, Chloe, you're right. Like in the beginning of the pandemic, we used to, I, I remember being glued to the TV when Cuomo would come on and just listen to this guy. Cause it's like you said, it was him and it was Newsom, Gavin, uh, Gavin, Gavin Newsom in LA. Everyone was just like, yo, these two guys, you know, 2024 or even 2020, these guys might be and then now all of a sudden it's like every day it's just something new. This a new story. Whether he was out dating what? Well, he's married to one of the Kennedys. Who? And uh Cuomo. He was uh he was married like a Kennedy. I forgot who which one it was. That was his and he's not married now, right? No, 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 no. This was year, this was maybe 20 years ago. And, and like Newsom, the governor of California, he was married to the woman who is now Trump's son's girlfriend, the crazy looking dark haired one. Yes. I um, remember big mouth who yells. Remember when she was like, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> this yeah. whole country is a real housewives right now. <laughs> um, you know, and the crazy thing is Governor Cuomo has a brother, Chris Cuomo, who's on CNN. And I just yes. think it's interesting that he's gonna have to cover the story of how his brother's getting pushed out of office because he what he what? know well he he there was the one of the first days uh Chris Cuomo was like, you know, I know what's going on, but you know, I'm not I can't really talk about he like downplayed it like he couldn't talk about his brother's shit so promo yeah, like, was in his basement with a house robe on doing his show <laughs> Are you mean to tell me you can't talk about your dirty dick ass brother with his nipple piercings nigga come on yep. yeah yeah yep. and they're both they're both so touchy they're both so touchy like uh Thank so you. that's why i can't believe that that chris is just like well i mean i I'm not one to speak on it. What are you talking about? You have a radio show. You literally yeah. speak on everything as if you're in The Godfather. Why mm -hmm. Why so quiet now? Yes, 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 yes. Well, uh, congratulations, New York, on uh, legalizing cannabis. Please uh, smoke responsibly. Don't be out here acting crazy, just blowing smoke in people's face. New Yorkers will fight back. I just want y'all to know that. Don't think you slick or act high like you didn't know what you did. And definitely don't get high and get on the train because your ass will stumble and fall into the fucking track. Mark my words. Mark my words, how many people are going to fall in the train tracks because they were high or they thought they could walk on water or float? Trust me. Thank you, oh, Alex. gosh, wait. Is all of the weed, like, laced with PCP? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> people, who, people who might not be smokers are like, well, now I can smoke because it's legal. Or, you know, if you're at a party, someone says you want a little bit, you may be like, yeah, sure, I want some. Be careful. 
Oh no, I was gonna say, and when you when you mentioned weed laced with PCP, Shalewa, that's listen, that's nothing to fuck around with. I remember my uh, freshman year in college, like I, I had a bad experience. So like wait, we gotta we gotta hear the story, Deloach. I oh man, y'all, <laughs> y'all stop that. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh my god. I um I had a roommate and I'll and I'm gonna say the name. His name was Dan, and he we were freshman roommates, and we he thought he was getting cheated on by his ex-girlfriend who was a senior in high school. So we take a trip to Long Island where he lives and I go home to Brooklyn and this is a Friday. And then um, Sunday, you know, I meet him in Long Island. And he, he's sad because he found out that his high school girlfriend was cheating on him. So he's like, yo, let's just get high and then drive back to uh, Brockport, which is, you know, it's a, basically a six hour drive. So around 30 minutes into this high, like I'm feeling different. That's the best way to describe it. I'm feeling like something is is off. Like I'm I'm singing Bone Thugs and Harmony, extra Bone Thuggy. You know what I mean? Like Jay Z songs come on. I'm like, why am I this Rockefeller? Why am I throwing up diamonds this much? I say, Dan. I'm like, what's going on, bro? This this weed is crazy. He was like, yo, I'm so fucked up that I I I laced it a little bit. And I was like, what the fuck did you lace it with, bro? And I'm I'm ready to hit him, but he's driving. And he says, PCP. And um, and I'll never forget, man. I just, I, <laughs> yo, yo, when I say, when I say, I remember just calling my mom and telling my mom, I love you. And like, I'll see you at the crossroads like that. I called her and then she was like, what What's going on? And I was like, I'll just see you at the crossroads. And then I hung up and that was, that was like one of the last times I said I would smoke weed with someone who's going through some shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it was I, rough. I mean, but who, who I, how do you get your hands on PCP? I, I couldn't like, even get them out. <laughs> like, how do you, how do you decide? How, what's the thought press, process where you're like, I mean, I could get high and smooth out these horrible feelings, or I could throw like a yeah. acid on it or something. White dude from Long Island. Yeah, that's true. White dude from Long Island. He ended oh, up. Oh, you didn't say that. Well, I should. Okay, I should have. Yeah, white dude from Long Island. He was, like I said, he was like in love with this girl. And like, I guess, you know, she broke his heart. And then he was just like, I just got to zone out. But we're doing, you know, 75. Okay, let me tell you something. Yeah. It didn't matter that his girlfriend cheated on him. If he had acted with the PCP, he was already cool. laced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he just told you that so you wouldn't be mad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of drugs and needles and whatnot, uh, there is now rumors that in order for people to travel internationally, they're going to have to provide proof, maybe a passport stamp that they have been vaccinated. Maybe this is what vac- this is what passports will look like in the next two to three months. And I'm not upset, mm-hmm. but I don't understand why people are. Are you two getting vaccinated or have you been vaccinated? Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm I'm in. I'm done. It's been two weeks since the second shot. I'm ready to go out in the world. Unfortunately, they're all out there smoking it with PCP. So I guess I'm staying in the house. But yeah, yeah I did it. Are you vaxxed? I'm one. I'm one dose in, and I'm, I'm my second one is uh, I think in like ten days or something like that. Well, I am got my one shot in. I got I'm one shot down. I cannot wait to get the second shot. Coincidentally, my second shot is going to be on 420. So I will be celebrating. (laughs) (laughs) I will be celebrating when I get my second shot. Now, I think that people who are against being showing that they are vaccinated in order to travel 
are dead ass wrong. Like you, because we don't understand that what we, what we do to other countries when you go there and you may be carrying this because you know that Americans are not going anywhere. First of all, you only get like two weeks paid vacation anyway. So if you go on a vacation, by the time you go somewhere and quarantine for two weeks, you got to go back home. Mm -hmm. So number one, you, you asked out number two, because you may be asymptomatic, you can travel to a place that, that, like, for example, Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii is a part of America, but Hawaii doesn't have the infrastructure or the ICU beds or the, the, the team to handle an outbreak. So they're saying, don't come here. When countries are saying, do not come here unless you are vaccinated, you got to respect that, right? Because then in turn, we end up looking like colonizers or imperialists being like, <coughs> I just want a mojito, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think what a lot of people have an issue with, at least the ones who are vaccinated. I mean, you can't get through anything without some sort of conspiracy, right? So you, um, it's the idea of like a, a vaccination passport itself, or just having to show papers to prove that you've been vaccinated. Uh, adults are balking at that, like, why do you need to know my medical history? Well, first, we just went through a global pandemic. So just because you said you got the shots, doesn't mean you get to ride around again. And secondly, remember school? Remember elementary school when you had to prove that the child had gotten the shots and you had to do it again when it was like, you know, four years later, you're going to another school? Like, what are we, we're doing this already. We've been doing this for the children. But now that you have free will because you're an adult, you know, people get a little weird about, you know, uh, I don't want to I, I don't want this digitally somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, look, Target's already got your number. You know what I mean? First of all, uh, first of all, the fact that they even gave me my card on a piece of paper, I was like, I don't think y'all archiving this shit correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I just saw something where they were like, oh, well, if you lose the card, like a, a whole thing in the New York Times, if you lose the card, you should be able to go back to where you got the shot and they should be able to print that out for you. And I was like, um, I think I got mine in a van down by the river. Like, I don't. I'm not sure they have a print. Who has a printer? Yeah. So, like, mine was definitely a tent situation. So I don't think, uh, uh, like, uh, now I'm like, do I laminate it with, like, packing tape? Or what do I do? I got mine, I got mine on my refrigerator. And, and the reason why I, I posted mine, because I was just so happy. It was a big relief. And the reason why I got vaccinated Two reasons. One, I want to see my family, right? I moved to mm -hmm. LA during the pandemic. My immediate family, they all got they all got vaccinated. So they're good. So they're gonna come visit me. But it's like I still want to make sure that I'm okay because what if they fly through the airport and they come here and they stay with mm -hmm. me and then I get sick? Um, so that's number one, first and foremost, right? Number two. Um, and this is, uh, mom, I hope you're not watching. I need to get some action. It's been a long year, okay? Mama been cooped up, cooped up. I need sure. to be out in the streets, okay? I need to I need to be dipping it low and spreading it wide. And I need to make sure <laughs> that COVID is not uh out here to kill me. Okay, so then how 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 do we work that? Like do we do we tattoo that on our arm? Are we hanging a copy of the back card like from our necklace? Like how do we let that be known? Like, well, let me tell you something. Men don't care. I know, but I need to see it on them. I need I need yeah. all of us to agree. That's why you gotta take a good uh, portrait mold uh, picture on your iPhone, and you can just show it and shit. Because 
listen, you got to have that card because I'm, but first of all, I'm with you on, on how loose it was to go get my, my vac vaccination <laughs> shot. All right. Oh, I got vaccinated in a parking lot. It was a parking, it was a parking garage. I, I yeah. drove in, they said, go to the top, walk down. And it was in a parking garage. So for, one. first off, when they, they said I had to go get my shot, they were like, you need your insurance card. Right. So I'm like, right, I got my insurance card. I'm ready. So I go to lay. I'm like, here's my insurance card. And she looks at me like, like, you good? Your name Laura? Yeah. You got the scan thing? You good? Just take this shot. And it's like, like you said, like how where's the backups? Where's the where's the proof? It's just got the card or not. Well, I don't see that's the thing. I can't trust men to tell me the truth, right? Mm -hmm. Because I know men who are dear friends of mine who up until I got in their asses about it would just say, I'll ask them, like, have you been tested for HIV? Do you go to the doctor and get S STD tested? And they go, oh, I went to the doctor and I was fine. I was like, you got a checkup. Typically asked to get blood work done for the STDs and for HIV. You just can't be like, well, my heart was good. No. So because <laughs> I can't trust men to tell me the truth, I need to vaccinate it for myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you think weed in the New York streets is going to make it wild. I really think it's a year of people cooped up. That's really the driving force behind everybody right now is just juices. Yeah, juices. just backed up juices. And once we open that dam, it is a wrap. People going to be hope. blasting particles in each other's faces. They just. ready to blast them particles. That's it. I'm yeah. ready. Listen, I mean, you, you, if you can ask a man to put on a condom, you can ask him to show you a vaccination card. And if he can't produce neither one of those things, then you probably shouldn't be with that person. Well, I gotta, I gotta work on my skills then of asking men to strap up. I'm a little reckless, but look, I, <laughs> but I already know how to take care of the issues that come without a condom. The COVID thing is new to me. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want kids all fucked up lungs. So I'm so a, I'm yeah. screen, screen them. Oh my gosh. Well, when you get your uh, vaccination folks out there and you put it in your passport, you can travel. Um, you don't need a passport to travel on Amtrak because Amtrak has just announced that they are so eager to expand their railroad tracks across America under the new Biden infrastructure policy, which is up for a vote, which the GOP says that they're going to torpedo. So hopefully that doesn't get torpedoed because Amtrak wants us to get on the train. Now, listen, look at this map. I did not know that Amtrak went across America like this. The map on the top is what they are proposing, right? It doesn't look much different than the one on the bottom, but it has more direct trains and it runs more frequently and it goes to other parts of the country. Wyoming is still asked out. Um, nobody cares about Wyoming. Oh. And I, gotta, I gotta look to see is that what's that? What's that? What's that one? Uh, Shalewa, what's that at, next to Oregon between Oregon and, and Wyoming? What's the I mean, that? I'm gonna say Idaho, but I love that you think I may know. <laughs> that is not, is that, that's not Idaho. Hold Which on. one? Which Tim? Go, go. That's Idaho with the long, the tall part, and then the little. Idaho? I don't even know where Idaho is. So yeah, that's um... Idaho. That's Idaho. Idaho. That is Idaho. That's Idaho. I don't think I've ever been. A... Oh, I think I have been to Idaho. Um, maybe I haven't. I think I have. I've been to Idaho. Um, I have not been to Wyoming. No, I haven't been to Wyoming and Montana. I've been to North and South Dakota and most of the 50 states because I was touring and telling jokes to the middle of nowhere. But mm -hmm. um, one thing I don't want to do is take a train there. 
Okay. Can you imagine being on the train across America with people who have no home training? You know what those phone conferences are going to be like on speaker? Do you understand? Nana and them is going to be in there eating their food and their cold chicken and whatever else what they want to do. Kids going to be running up and down. I, I don't care if the tickets are free 99. I am not getting on an Amtrak train going nowhere. Here's the thing. The people who ride Amtrak train to this extent, like across the country, are trained people and they are trained people because they're not plain people. So their tolerance for that kind of stuff is very high. It's kind of like when you have to ride a, a bus across states and you're like, this is horrible. But half of the people on the bus are like, well, now this is a nice bus because they're bus people. Mm. So, <laughs> so I mean, cause I have a friend who's a trained person. And he is a lot to deal with, but I also can see how he is a trained person because what is, what I is the benefit of just like seeing a blur of trees in like telephone lines and cows and like what? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I like, I don't mind riding a train for like six, seven hours. It's very peaceful and serene and like you get in touch with yourself. So let's not sit here and act like, oh, you're a train, you're a fucking killer, you're a psycho. When you said it, it sounds like you jerking your dick on the train. I mean, it, listen, Chloe, here's the thing. Have you, what's the longest train ride both of you ever been on? I took the train to like, where they have good lobster at? What is that? Maine? Maine. Pro, no, Rhode Island. Providence, Rhode. Rhode Island. I took the train to Providence, Rhode Island. That's the furthest I've been on the train. What is that, like four hours? About four hours. About four That's not hours. bad. When I was a kid, uh, and my family moved from Brooklyn to Atlanta, my mother, uh, we had all our stuff taken away on a truck, and my mother had me and my sister on an Amtrak train. Uh, so that took I don't know a month. I'm not sure. <laughs> like we had to build the tracks as we, they were going, but it was you know it was the 80s. Ricardo was- says they have food and, and beer and alcohol cars. Do we need people to be drunk yeah. on for 24 hours? Yeah. It puts them to sleep, maybe. I mean, I'd rather have them. Uh, the seats are better than on a bus. I don't know. I don't mind a, a train, but again, yeah. for like up to up to a shift at work, so yeah, up to eight hours. No, Deloach, you said you like it, but I don't I- mind it. No, I, not at all. Like I said, I mean, don't don't put me on a train for. I've been on a twenty four hour Amtrak when I was in high school, going to Florida. So mm-hmm. that no, but like six hours. You know, stuff you don't meet it. You don't really have to talk to anyone. You don't have the crazy person next to you, like a Joe Biden type guy. And I'm good, but you know, that's cool. I just want to point out that our standards are so low because in the year 2021 of our Lord, we should not be taking no fucking trains. <laughs> Where's our flying cars? Where's our moving sidewalks? Where's our teleportation? Come on now. I don't know if I trust me to tell. To- do the teleportation. I get lost. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't keep my remembering how I was with the car. I don't I don't know if I can trust the jetpack. Like I'd be getting like a jetpack buying it from someone in like a like a Walmart parking lot and I'm like, "Are you sure this will work?" you know, like for under 2000. I know one thing. I'll be standing on the teleportation pad and be like, "Oh, I forgot something." And it gets split in half. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> only the only reason why I think that Amtrak should go forward with improving the tracks across America is because inevitably, due to global warming, we are going to need a snow piercer train. And so they need to lay them tracks. So we could go across. The, the, I, first of all, I like the movie Snowpiercer. I have not watched the show. But one thing I did not understand about Snowpiercer was how did they get those tracks across the entire globe? Nobody, like, they said that little montage of how this one man built it. But how was you building tracks that go down deep in the ocean and go across? Like, that don't make no sense to me. I, I don't I don't know how. Uh, I, I The idea of the ocean floor scares me. I'm, I'm, I'm scared by the ocean and the water and whatever is down there even though i understand that that's where wiring is for the internet too i don't understand how any of that shit is done yes they did they damn sure did lay lay wire from <laughs> yeah. to, to europe so motherfuckers could be like what time is it there that's all you ask people <laughs> <laughs> what time is it <laughs> yeah so i mean i imagine they just followed that route uh to get it across the globe uh, Natasha Nunez says, uh, Natasha Nunez, Tim cannot, thank you, Tim. Natasha Nunez says, no piercing of the series is fire, but I also wondered how the tracks were built. It defies logic. It does. It does defy logic. Yeah, that's one of those things. Uh oh. Yes. I've, I've never, I've never seen Snowpiercer, so don't like, don't shoot me. But like, is it a good series? Like, is it? It's, have you seen the movie? No, I've never seen Snowpiercer. The movie. The movie. Watch, watch the movie. The movie. If you, okay. if, you don't, if you don't want to be, if you don't want to commit to a series, you can just watch the movie. But it's mm -hmm. a really good movie. It's really, and it has Chris Evans in it. And it was surprised. It was surprisingly good. Oh, here you go. What Tim? What? Uh -oh. See, here's here's the deal with trains. You're basing your um, opinion on trains because you've ridden American trains, but you haven't ridden a train anyplace else. Oh, I have. I have. I I I, I took the train in Italy. I took the train from Milan from Milan well, all the way to Rome. We have a Florence. really shitty. Um, train system here and you know China is killing us in high speed rail China built over 1600 miles of, of train track for high speed rail in five years in America we built 250 miles but how many people died in China making those trains ain't nobody died in China making those damn trains <laughs> <laughs> yeah they probably died on the way to work but not while working let me tell you something. China, they, remember when the pandemic first hit, Tim, and they did like a, a slow, they did a time capsule, like, you know, what is it, like a time capture, whatever, um, video of them building like two big ass hospitals in like a week because they were like, like six yeah. days. Six, yeah. like because they don't have human rights violations. So if you want to <laughs> sell a trains, 140 miles per hour trains in America, who finna die to make it is what I want to know. I mean, they'll yeah. find someone to die here. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Like we we're we're, we're pretty good at that. We got plenty of people who need to die. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them bringing slavery back so we can have high speed trains in America. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, no, that would be lousy. But I I wouldn't mind riding a, a high speed train, like to get across the country, like very quickly. So the same guys who are gonna make the hand sanitizer is gonna gonna make the the trains go faster. All I'm saying is, I don't mind a high speed train if it's going to really. I, I don't want Amtrak to extend their trains if it's not going to be high speed. Because then at that point, what's the point? If, mm -hmm. it, if you can get from New York to California in eight hours, 
what's the point? I might as well. That would be hilarious if they extended all their track, but every trip took twice as long. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, (laughs) it's literally just someone doing that on the back of it, like propelling it forward. Well, uh, Lawrence, when you buy your train track, um, when you buy your train ticket to go to Wyoming, let us know. Please blog it. Make a video series of it. I can't wait to see it. I will. I will. <laughs> that felt like a threat. Speaking <laughs> of traveling, a gentleman of went to go food shopping. He left the back window of his car open. When he came back, 15,000 bees had swarmed into his back seat. Um, this is the picture that he came back to. 15,000 bees. He said that he got in his car after stopping in Albertsons for 10 minutes. He had left the back window rolled down. When he got in his car, he drove out and he heard a buzzing in the back. He turned around. He looked. He realized it was 15,000 bees. He went back <laughs> to the parking lot. And just coincidentally, an off-duty firefighter saw him with the bees. This off-duty firefighter is also a, a part-time beekeeper. And he personally removed the $15,000. Now, first of all, I hope they uh, trashed his car. Because that's why the bees was there. They thought that shit was abandoned. I... <laughs> You know, that's what I, when I first saw the story and I saw the car, I was like, oh God, can you just a day, the day before you get the car washed and you clearly park under a tree that birds love. uh, And now, you know, there's this. And then I read that it wasn't even that dude's car. He was borrowing a friend's car. So now I'm like, so now your friend is like, now you put your friend's car on blast. Like, I bet it was your car, sir. I feel like it actually was your car. Sean Malcolm says Candyman is coming. Uh, first of all, when is Candyman movie coming out? Because I never saw the first Candyman because I was terrified. Anytime you tell me to go in the bathroom and, and look into the mirror, I'm I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see it, Deloach? Did you watch I, it? I, I, listen, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a movie person, so I haven't seen Candyman either. So, what do you do, Deloach? What do you do with <laughs> I watch. Movies. What, what do you watch? I watch sports, Chloe. I'm a sports fan. Come well, on. You, go, you take a woman out on a date, you don't take her to the movie. Remember when people remember when a date was a movie? Yeah. I mean, I usually a lot nine times out of ten, it's like, yeah, you want to watch this this basketball game and it works. So it's like, all right, cool. Let's just, you know, watch basketball. Let's watch the Lakers play the Nets, you know. My bad, y'all. Wow. I just just ruined the whole mood of the no, no, I just I, I really hope I I'm sorry. I, I'm glad that, that works for you. I'm, I'm glad it works for you too. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, listen. Any woman that meets you and you're like, I uh, resell sneakers. I feel like she knows she's gonna have to watch next. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just ruined. I just ruined the mood. I'm sorry. No, you didn't. You didn't. I mean, well, okay. So in order to let's extrapolate it, let's put it in terms that you'll understand. You open up your gym bag where okay. your basketball is, and there are fifteen thousand bees in there. Okay. What do you do? The bees then own the basketball and the gym bag and whatever else is in there. But what if there was a pair of Yeezys, limited edition Yeezys, that you were on your way to resale, and the bottom of the bag and the bees are on top of the Yeezys? What do you do? Damn, that's. I mean, I've done worse things for Yeezys, so I mean, maybe I will fight the fifteen thousand bees. I ain't saying like that. I'm just saying like I don't want y'all to start thinking I'm doing dirt for Yeezys, but I'm just saying, all right, I've, 
uh, maybe I will have to discuss it with the bees and we'll come to some type of we'll agreement. Discuss it. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think it's great that that dude managed to get all of those bees out of there. Um, but bees are very important. We love the bees. I yeah. Mean, uh, you can't kill the bees. Can't. We need the bees. The bees going to be help us repopulate and do all those, whatever the fuck they do. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, next story. So I sympathize with Britney Spears because she's been through, sis has been through. She had a documentary that just came out. It shows how the media just did all this fucked up shit to her psychological behavior. But now her dad, who is the conservator of her estate, who's been in court because she's been asking him to stop being the conservative of her state has now asked the courts to pay him $2 million for his legal fees in which he was trying to stay as executor of her estate. And I said, damn daddy, $2 million. We here. Cause you want money. I'm not paying you $2 million. So you can keep taking me to court for your legal. That was the wildest thing was that everybody in that courtroom, the, the people, the lawyers that she hired, the lawyers that her father hired, and and the exact all of that, she was paying for all of it just in theory anyway, because that's the only way that her dad was getting any money was from what she was doing. So just take a moment and look and see that the reason everybody's in a courtroom, this pack courtroom, all of these high powered lawyers, and you're paying for all of that. That's insane. That's that, insane. that's the reason why. Yeah. Remove him from the conservative shit because if you don't have money to fight for your daughter, you need her money. Clearly, you take an event. You're clearly taking advantage. Yeah, absolutely. That's why she didn't want that. Yeah, I mean, you got to listen to. She said that from the beginning. She was just like, "Look, I don't mind if somebody is in charge of my money, just not him." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, you've known him all your life. If you're like, I don't want my daddy on my money, don't put her daddy on the money." I don't think, and I love my parents, but I would not want them managing my oh, money. No, no, oh, no. Mm -mm. No, no, no. We we on speaking terms. We cool. Mm -hmm. I still wouldn't want them. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't want my parents managing my money, my career, what I eat. I don't want them doing it. I just want them to say hello, goodbye, Lawrence. You're doing a great job. Don't. (laughs) Mm -mm. Just just support. That's all. That's that's all Mm -hmm. I want. Yeah. Okay, so this next video, I have not seen it. We're going to do the bad knees one, Tim. This next video, I have not seen it. So let us watch this video together. All right, we have a woman dancing. Is it muted? Um, first of all, I did not even realize that she was on a stage. Let's go back. There's a couple dollar bills there. She goes up, wobble, 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 and falls back off the stage, head first. Now, let me tell you this is a classic case of you too damn old to be doing this. Uh-uh. You she didn't too, have I, to go all the way down like that. She knew. She knew. What was the last time she did that? Come on. Uh, at nine nine in the two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's not right. Mm-mm. I can still. I can still sit cross legged style, um, but I don't do it in public anymore because getting up from it is not. Uh, it's a whole like 
like the the music from Benny Hill plays in the background as I try to get out. Yeah. It's it's so ridiculous. I it there's no popping up from that anymore. Yeah, at a certain age, you gotta just Deloach, how did how did your body tell you that you were old? Because that that that's your body telling you stop cutting up. Yeah, I I realized my body was old when when I was like still trying to like play basketball like with like 19, 20 year old kids, and it was like you know Lawrence, you're like. 34 you know it's like give it up bro like you you can still hoop with the guys like 25 to 34 30 you know older but like these teenage kids like my, my knees hurt they did stuff that nah but she's got to reevaluate her life like that's honest like when the smelling salts come out because you like were on your knees and then you like had a concussion like reevaluate go home hug your family tell your kids you love them like do something different but also, be feel be okay with uh, alternative ways of standing up. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. You're older. You're you know just because they're a stretch gene or whatever, you still could just kind of close your legs, swing them around, and get up that way. Make a show of it, especially if you're on stage. Mm -hmm. Like if but, you're on some sort of platform. But the fact that she this the the video starts with her already on her knees, so she yeah. Really could not she could not partake in the twerk festivities unless she was older. <laughs> how long did it take though for her to yeah, get yeah that's that what position? i want to see how how long were they there all day <laughs> like how long did it how many songs did it take how mm -hmm. many songs how many drinks did it take that's what i want to know yeah there was some drinks involved because i think the wobble wobble was definitely encouraged by i'm gonna say what you think she was drinking let's guess what she was drinking she looked oh. like an alizé and like type girl like henny straight mm -hmm. no you know what i she seems simple i'm gonna say just a, a classic long island iced tea um you know because that can get you because that's what like four different kinds of yeah in like a tumbler like with a straw so you're drinking faster i could see it being oh. something that simple and you're just like all i had was iced tea yeah oh. but it was I Long think Island. I think I'm gonna go with Dendrick. I think it was E and J and Coke. I think it was e and J. <laughs> <laughs> that club. Let, let's look at the club. The club is very E and J. That's a very E and J kind of club right here. Look at that. Look at that because it's mm -hmm. people sitting on the stage already mm -hmm. looking at her, and mm -hmm. there's people on the ooh, in the. Ooh, 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 the ooh, ooh, Lord! And also, it looks like it's partially in a food court. Like there's a lot it, going on. It looks like a mix of like shorties who like yo. I used to have it like 20 years ago, and then like the young chicks like in the background. It definitely, like you said, it was definitely like a mid 2000s Incredible Hulk type drink she was drinking. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. I mean, first of all, the the venue, the lights were still up, so you know you they serving <laughs> hard alcohol when the lights are still up. And a plastic cup. And a plastic <laughs> cup with two straws. And the small cups too, with a lot of ice, and you know, <laughs> chick behind the bar is thicker than a motherfucking bowl of oatmeal, uh -huh. and, and them drinks are strong, and they serve full plates of food, not little hors d'oeuvres. You getting a full pork chop sandwich, and some E and J. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, that's probably threw off her balance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the pork chop. <laughs> yeah, you know, she got she got down on her knees and she got comfortable. So mm -hmm. that to me just looks like a leg fell asleep. Is what looks mm -hmm. like it happened there. From the knee down, I feel like it went numb in a sleep way. So when she went to go put weight on it. She looked like she went to sleep, though, when she fell. So, I mean, her legs, her body. Well, I mean, well, she's okay. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. 
Thoughts them, and them prayers. Them knees is in hell with little Nas X, but my <laughs> <laughs> mind is strong. Uh, speaking of hell um, and heaven, this is a terrible segue for people who are Christian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Easter Sunday, y'all. It is Easter Sunday. Mm. Uh, this weekend is Easter Sunday. I, I have to be honest. I told my mother, I said, Mom, I forgot that it was Easter Sunday. Um, but um, it is. So are y'all celebrating uh, Resurrection Sunday? Yeah, I don't really yeah. do anything. I'm not, I'm not much of a of a believer, so I'm not really doing anything. I mean, I guess there's the verses. There's mm-hmm. a verse oh, that Earth day. and Fire in... and the Isley Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, I guess hosted, I'll do that. Hosted by by Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Jesus Christ. I just want to make sure they have a, a an AV team there because the, all of them <laughs> sound like it's a Teddy Riley part two in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, I'm not even sure how that's going to work. I, I feel like even though it is falling on Easter, I feel like it will be late enough in the evening that they're going to be with those two groups. There are going to be a lot of incidences of what we just saw of, knees falling asleep after a little too much Easter liquor. No. So like somebody in their own living room catching the Holy Ghost Ooh. to like September or something or reasons. Reasons is going to mess up a lot of people and I feel like someone's going to trip over an Ottoman. So please be careful out there. Well, if you're celebrating the verses or um, Easter Sunday, I would say this. If I went to church and Jesus looked like this, I probably will remember Easter <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> can you imagine just just reimagine the bible all the stories that you heard but imagining this jesus this black jesus with locks right can you imagine uh i feel like every sentence that jesus said would end with be <laughs> <laughs> or son or something like but, that right oh, sure yo i'm the son but you my son son <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how it feels, you know, like Jesus, yeah, Jesus wet be. Jesus wet be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm about to turn this party up with some, you know, some fishes and some loaves, which I want, which I want, which I want. <laughs> <laughs> People said, uh, Brooke said, this black Jesus looks like R.L. from Next. He does not, oh, he does look like Oh, R. he does a little bit, ooh. Baby, mm. when we're grinding. Ooh, yikes. I'm so excited, ooh. How I like it. I try, but I can't fight it. Girl, you have the Holy Ghost. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, Thank you both for being here. I appreciate you guys being a good. Everybody give it up for our amazing guests this evening. Yeah, Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for having us. Let me get my clap. Go ahead. What you about to say? I just want to say one thing for the listeners out there. I forgot to say earlier, I have this new podcast called I Hate This Job. Uh, Shalewa did it. She was on one of the episodes. Chloe, I'm going to have you on one of the episodes. We, I bring the guests on. We talk about jobs that we, we've hated in the past. It's on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere you listen. Uh, give it a listen. It's fun. You'll have a great time. Okay. Ooh, you go. All right, Shalewa, where can people support you and follow you? Uh, I'm on all of the important, um, you know, social media, your Instagram, your Twitter, your Venmo, uh, at Silky Jumbo is my screen name. Silky Jumbo, all one word, traditional spelling. 
And uh, from there, you can get to all of the other things. But I'm pretty universal. If you if you look up Silky Jumbo, unfortunately, you'll find me before the hair. Mm. Now, the thing is, we were sitting here talking about Mulatto and changing names. And not once did you say, uh, maybe I should change Silky Jumbo. No, I'm super proud of Silky Jumbo. <laughs> like, what, what is the history for Silky Jumbo? Honestly, my sister was getting her hair braided and she had to go get hair. And this was many years ago. And she brought back the pack of hair and it said Silky Jumbo and the color was chestnut brown. And when I saw Silky Jumbo, I was like, oh, that's absolutely my stripping name. So then, you know, fast forward like 10 years and the Internet starts popping. And I was like, oh, I guess I need a screen name. And I'm like, oh, right. My stripping name, Silky Jumbo. And then I just I at no point was I like, I'm going to be embarrassed to be called Silky Jumbo one day. Mm. You know so, what? I, I have a strip. I have a stripper slash DJ name. Mm -hmm. um, I really want to be a DJ, and that didn't work out because I couldn't get through my lessons. Um, <laughs> I, I, gotta count, I gotta count bars. What is this? I don't. I just. I just feel like I could drop the needle right here. <laughs> Shout out to my DJ teacher who was in the comments. Um, who I never became a DJ, but I had a name picked out. That's how mm. focused I was. My name was DJ um, Bunzino. <laughs> DJ Bunzy, no, Bunzy for sure. DJ Bunzy. Oh, wow. See, now that is of a time and of a moment. You really captured a moment with that name. <laughs> Bunzy. <laughs> All right, Deloach. Um, thank you so much for being here. Shalewa, thank you so much for being here. Deloach, where people follow you? Because I know your screen name is something crazy too. Nah, nah, nah. It's not. Listen, I had a I had a, a porn nickname when I was just like y'all had stripper nicknames and stuff like that. My porn nickname was Long Cock Handsome. It was after Lexington Steel, but that's a whole nother uh episode topic, stuff like that. But you can follow me on social media. Uh, I'm everywhere. LZD325. That's simple. And definitely listen to the, to the podcast. It's it's amazing. It's uh, I hate this job podcast. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you to our two guests. Um, I wish you all the best. Congratulations on New York City Comedy Clubs opening up. I hope you stay booked and busy from here into infinity. And I'll see y'all when I come back to New York. Since now that I'm vaccinated. So Yay. thank you, folks. Have a good night, y'all. <laughs> and you, folks, stay right there. Our amazing audience, stay right there. Um, Tim, do you have anything that you would like to say? about tonight's show i'm annoyed with your ass okay well we'll save that for later all right ladies and gentlemen this has been another episode and i'm ending the show with a clip this is a clip of of myself and yamanika from um a show that we did a while ago called this week at the comedy cellar it appeared on the comedy central and i remember this clip because i'm talking about jesus and we're going to play it and this is the end of the show so have a great night everybody watch the clip i'll see you next week do you believe in aliens? What do you think my answer is? Absolutely I, not. I, of course I believe in aliens. You do? Hell yeah, I believe in aliens. You know how vast this galaxy is? You know they can't even see the entire universe and where we are. Do you believe in aliens? I believe in Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. First of all, if you believe in Jesus, you believe in aliens. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't think Jesus is an alien? Look at that. Look at that origin story. No, he girl. He comes from a woman who's been immaculately conceptionized. Mary ain't had sex with nobody, and she get pregnant overnight from a spirit, from a, a being that came to her and got her pregnant. He disappears for his whole childhood. You know, what happened to Jesus? And he died and then come back from the dead and vanished. That's a whole alien. Jesus is an alien. You praying to an alien, you don't even know it. Girl, I just saved your soul. I'm ready. I'm waiting for them.
Why are you so ready for these aliens? Because I want to know what else is out there. Girl, go on Google Maps. 